0: It's a privilege to be here with you today to address your questions regarding Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, or UAP. What are UAP? Put simply, UAP are airborne objects that when encountered cannot be immediately identified. However, it is the department's contention that by combining appropriately structured, collected data with rigorous scientific analysis, any object that we encounter can likely be isolated characterized, identified, and if necessary, mitigated. With regard to the importance of transparency, the department is fully committed to the principle of openness and accountability to the American people. However, we are also mindful of our obligation to protect sensitive sources and methods. Our goal is to strike that delicate balance, one that enables us to maintain the public's trust while preserving those capabilities that are vital to support of our service personnel. In closing, the department is committed to this effort and welcomes the challenge. We thank you for your committed support and look forward to your questions.
1: Let me share with you the first video that we have here today, which shows an observation in real time. There it was, that's in many cases, That's all that a report may include. And in many other cases, we have far less than this. As we detailed in both the unclassified and classified versions of the preliminary assessment released by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence last June, this often limited amount of high quality data uh, and reporting hampers our ability to draw firm conclusions about the nature or intent of UAP. As detailed in the ODNI report, if and when individual UAP incidents are resolved, they likely fall into one of five potential explanatory categories, airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, U.S. government or U.S. industry developmental programs, foreign adversary systems, or a other bin that allows for a holding bin of difficult cases and for the possibility of surprise and potential scientific discovery. Let me show you a couple of uh, another video and image uh, taken years apart in different areas. In this video, U.S. Navy personnel recorded what appears to be triangles, some flashing, recorded several years ago, off the coast of the United States. This was recorded while the U.S. Navy ship uh, observed a number of small unmanned aerial systems uh, in the area. Importantly, the video was taken through night vision goggles with a single lens reflex camera. These remained unresolved for several years.
0: Of those 144, 18 of them uh, reportedly appear to exhibit unusual flight characteristics, appear to demonstrate advanced technology, uh, and some of them appear to remain stationary in winds aloft, move against the wind, maneuver abruptly, or move at considerable speed without discernible means of propulsion. Um, that's pretty intriguing. Uh, uh, and, and if you're able to answer this uh, in this setting, are we aware of any uh, foreign adversary capable of moving objects uh, without any discernible means of propulsion? Um, I think I
1: would uh, without discernible means of propulsion, I would say that uh, we're not aware of any adversary that can move an object without discernible means of propulsion. Uh the question then becomes, in many of these cases where we don't have a discernible mean of propulsion in the data that we have, um, in some cases uh, um, there is likely sensor artifacts uh, that, uh, that that may be hiding some of that. Uh, there's certainly some degree of uh, of something that looks like signature management that we have seen from some of these uh, uh, UAP, uh, but I would, I would caution, I would simply say that there are a number of, uh, of events in which we do not have an explanation, in which the, and there are a small handful in which there are flight characteristics or signature management um, that we can't explain with the data that we have. Um, we'll continue, those are obviously the ones that are of most interest to us. Uh, earlier, when we asked about how you uh, avoid technological surprise, the biggest way you avoid technological surprise is by collecting this type of data and by importantly um, calibrating the assumptions that you go into with how you do that analysis. I'll tell you within the UAP task force, we have uh, one basic assumption. And that is that generally speaking, generally speaking, our sensors operate as designed. And we make that assumption because many times these are multi-sensor collections. We make no assumptions about uh, the origin of this uh, or that there may or may not be some sort of technology that we don't understand. That's, I think, the key to avoiding technological surprises by calibrating those assumptions. It's also been reported uh, that there have been UAP observed uh, and interacting with and flying over sensitive military facilities, particularly not just ranges, but uh, some facilities housing our strategic nuclear forces. Uh, One such incident allegedly occurred uh, uh, at Malmstrom Air Force Base, in which 10 of our nuclear ICBMs were rendered inoperable. At the same time, a glowing red orb was observed overhead. I'm not commenting on the accuracy of this. I'm simply asking you whether you're aware of it and whether you have any comments on the accuracy of that report. Let me pass that to Mr. Bray. I've been looking at the over the no. last three years. Uh, that data is not uh, within the holdings of the UAP task force. Okay, but are you aware of the, the report or that the data exists somewhere? Uh, I, have, uh, I have heard stories. I have not seen the official data. About. So you've just seen informal stories, no official assessment that you've done or exists within DOD that you're aware of uh, regarding the Malmstrom incident. Uh, all I can speak to is, you know, what's within my cognizance of the UAP task force, and we have not looked at that incident. Well, I, would say, I mean, it's a pretty high-profile incident. Uh, I, I don't claim to be an expert on this, but that's out there in the ether.
0: You're, you're the guys investigating it. I mean, who else is doing it? If something was officially brought to our attention, we would look at it. Uh, there are many things that are out there in the ether that aren't officially brought to our attention. So how would it have to
1: be officially brought to your attention? I'm bringing it to your attention. Sure. So- it's pretty official.
0: Sure. So we'll go back and take a look at it. But generally, there is some uh, authoritative figure that says there is an incident that occurred. We'd like you to look at this. Uh, but in terms of just tracking what may be in the media that says that something occurred at this time, at this place, uh, there are probably a, a lot of leads that we do have to follow up on. I don't think we have resources.
1: Well, I don't claim to be an authoritative figure, but for what it's worth, I would like you to look in, into it. And sure. if for another no reason, you could dismiss it and say this is not worth wasting resources on. Well, um,
2: and have we attempted to communicate with those objects? Uh, no. So we don't we don't even put out a, a alert saying, you know, uh, U.S. Um, identi- you know, identify yourself. Uh, you are, you know, within our flight path or something like that. We, we haven't said anything like that.
1: We've not put anything out like that. Generally speaking, uh, what, uh, you know, for example, in the video that we showed earlier, uh, it appears to be something that is, uh, you know, unmanned, uh, appears to be something that uh, may or may not be in controlled flight.
2: uh, And so we've not attempted any communication uh, with that. Okay, so, um, and I I assume we've never discharged any armaments against a UAP, correct? That's correct. How about wreckage? Uh, Have we come across any wreckage of any kind of uh, object that has now been examined by you?
1: The UAP Task Force doesn't have any wreckage that isn't uh, explainable, that that isn't consistent with being of terrestrial origin.
2: Do we have any sensors underwater uh, to uh, detect on submerged UAPs? Uh, anything that is in the ocean or in the seas. So
0: I think uh, that would be
2: more appropriate addressed in closed sessions. Okay. Basically, it sounds like we have a good partnership with FAA, um, but apart from FAA, we don't have partnerships with other agencies or other entities that might be tracking so that we could enlarge our data set to make comparisons. So We
0: will. So that's the goal of this next effort will be to uh, expand that relationship with of government and the interagency. Right. Uh, with that, I want to thank you all for for taking the time out. I also want to thank uh, my colleagues on both sides of the aisle for participating in this very uh, historical and important. Um...
3: The reality is, <clears throat> um, aliens. You know. There's always been this discussion about the aliens, and people already know that they exist. Those of us who are Christian already know that these aliens aren't really aliens at all, but they're demons. Okay, and uh, the reality is is that the world is going to be deceived. All right, Second Thessalonians. The coming of the lawless one is by activity, the activity of Satan, with all power and false signs and wonders, with all the wicked deception for those who are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion so they may believe what is false in order that they all may be condemned who do not believe the truth and had pleasure in unrighteousness. Okay. And that's what's going to happen. All right. These aliens are going to come and they're going to deceive many. All right. And people are going to. Just swallow it up. All right. And it's it's going to be a very frightening time. All right. Revelation for they are the spirits of demons performing signs, which go out to the kings of the world. This is Revelation chapter 16, verse 14, to gather them together for the war of the great day of God almighty. Exodus chapter seven, verse 11. The Pharaoh also called the wise men and sorcerers, and they also, the musicians of Egypt, did the same with their secret arts, okay? Their magic. That's when uh, Moses threw down the rod that he had, and God turned the rod into a snake, and the Egyptians... Um, had their magicians and they threw their rod down and they had their magic, and it turned their rods into snakes. But the rod that God turned into a snake ate the um ate the snakes. Okay, that were transformed from the rods of the Egyptian magicians. So you see who's powerful there. All right, and um this one's interesting verse Exodus chapter seven, verse 22, but the magicians of Egypt did the same with their secret arts and Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he did not listen to them as the Lord had said. Okay. So, um, people's hearts are going to be hardened when they hear the truth of God's word. All right. And, um, it's going to be a very interesting time because it's going to test people's faith. Who knows? Uh, these familiar these aliens may try to say oh we could bring back the dead or some stuff like that and they could bring back a loved one but it pro- but it's not their loved one okay and that will be a test of people who pro- who do believe in God or you know they just are very lukewarm and they have to be tested and they will probably fall for it a lot of christians are going to fall in the end times A lot, okay? There is no pre-tribulation period. There's a post-tribulation period, okay? And people are going to fall away when that happens. But people are really, it's really going to be a lot of Christians just being destroyed by Satan because they're going to fall for this. They're going to fall for this end-time deception because Satan's going to give... Um, These lying signs and wonders. And they'll bow down on it because they'll get benefits out of it. These aliens are going to come with gifts. These aliens are going to come with powers like they did back in the day in the days of Noah and and afterwards. Because people don't want to follow God's way. God's way is narrow. God's way is hard. God's way comes with a lot of difficulty and a lot of suffering. God will... Say, behold, I send you a sheep among wolves. Okay. And your life is to be completely trusted in his hands. And a lot of Christians don't like that. A lot of Christians will just fall away and say, you know what? Forget God. I'm going to go worship this other alien. I'm tired of your way. And um, that's what's going to happen. People are just going to have to be prayed up and get used to fasting. All right. That's all I have to say. If you think about it, one more thought. You know, you think about Transformers, you think about all these movies talking about aliens. This is probably just setting up for this type of situation here. Okay. Interesting fact also that uh, secular scientists have said that these aliens have always talked have talked about the new new age philosophy, new age religion, but they have extreme extreme hatred towards Christianity. Hmm. Are these really aliens? Or are they really demons? So even secular scientists can admit that they found that out. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Be blessed.